0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Out of Turn. I'm your host, Landon Perut, And I'm your co-host, Sam Hilton. Hope your 2022 is already off to a great start. I know we're rocking right through the year. Hopefully it's better than the last two years. I know with us doing the podcast 2021 was a little bit better, but we're hoping that 2022 is both our
1: year personally and the year the podcast takes off. Sending it to the moon. We're about to be famous. We're about to be known as those dudes, Landon. This is a, the first episode we're doing in my apartment, and I don't know how long it's been. a jet setter as of late, so I'm glad we're uh, doing it. You know, while I'm not a jet setter, that made no sense, but we're gonna roll with it. Wow,
0: as hungry and running on fumes, so this episode might go downhill fast.
1: But no, it's no. We're it's long the for the ride. Episode thirteen. Wow, the lucky thirteen. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is the Bengals playoff win.
0: It's been 31 years to the day, and I was thinking about this today. The reason why this was so big for the city of Cincinnati is the only other team, the Reds, haven't won in that long either, a playoff series. So this is the first time in a decade, a generation, that the city of Cincinnati gets to celebrate a win, and boy, they did. They were rocking and rolling the other night. I was at the game. It was a great crowd. Everyone was sitting around smoking cigars after the fact, and we deserved it. The city deserved it. Joe Burrow deserves it, and Joe, we trust.
1: Whew. I got chills just listening to that, Landon. I want you to take us hour by hour of that day. I don't know if I want to give
0: an entire hour by hour summary.
1: <laughs>
0: there were a lot of long lines for the
1: bathrooms. So I'll tell you that. Alrighty. So you woke up. How would you start your day? With a good old... The jersey on? What'd with, you do? With a good old who day!
0: No, I mean, took a shower, <laughs> and then I put on my eight layers of clothes. You know, I had had some long johns, had some sweatpants, some jeans, four layers on top. I had a, t- a t-shirt, the Burrow jersey, a hoodie, and a big old coat, and I bought every single hand warmer that I could find at Menards the day before, so I was... Ready to go for a cold day. I had some really warm. Oh, of course the hat. I had gloves. I had really warm socks that I bought from Menards the other day too. And I was ready to go. When did you know it was be a special night? I had a really good feeling about it just the entire week. I mean, they beat the Raiders by a lot to begin with. I kind of felt like the Raiders were a good matchup for them. Um, a decent offense, but not like anything spectacular. Not super high flying. And uh, the defense—they have a good defensive line, but besides that, nothing really scared me about them. So I was kind of expecting a win um, going
1: into the okay, game. I like it. Yeah. It's, so like when Joe says, it's not an expectation; it's reality.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, and he expected to get the win too, and I mean, yeah. I just, I just kind of thought that they had a really good chance of getting the win, which of course they did. So I mean, honestly, the entire day, and when they were moving the things, when they were moving the ball really well to start the game, that you know just. Increase my belief, but I did get a little nervous at the very end. I did think they were going to lose the game. I thought that the Raiders were going to take that drive down and, you know, get a touchdown, go for two and make us all cry. So I'm glad that the defense held, you know, got the job done when they did. And that's really the story of the game. Um, The Raiders went 0 for 4 within their own 10 yard line, failing to score a touchdown. That's not good. Touchdowns win in the NFL. That's the one thing you need to take away.
1: You go, did you go to brunch beforehand? Yeah. Yeah. I
0: went to, we went to brunch, got a nice little, brunch going and we you know mimosas? we hung out Mimo- no no mimosas oh. no mimosas uh just a couple of beers but Ooh. then then we went down you know everybody was outside downtown so we pretty much just we were thinking about maybe you know trying to get into a bar that was quickly dashed because there was a long long line long line for the outdoor beer line too but you know we made do we were very smart strategic about it got a Got a good restroom, restroom wait. You so. went to
1: Jonathan India? I saw he was at the game.
0: No, I didn't see Jonathan India, but I did see Mark Davis, which was really cool. Um, the Raiders owner was walking right outside of the hotel as we were walking down, and we were able to run into him, say a few words. He did not acknowledge us. Ah. Can't imagine why, but um,
1: yeah. You so. tell about the podcast?
0: Did not tell him about the podcast. Oh.
1: So when did it sink in that it actually was reality? When they intercepted that ball, I'm like, I was so
0: excited. I didn't even know – I didn't know that was an interception. I thought it was just, like, a pass breakup. I don't – I didn't watch the last play. Like, I know it was just a kneel down or whatever. But, like um, – so, I mean, really it was just then. And um, okay. I know that we've talked about this in the past. Last year when the Browns played the Chiefs, you were talking about uh, – we said – you know i'm I'm happy with whatever happens or whatever and then you get to that game and you get really into it and you think they have a chance yep. to win and i'm definitely that way with the titans uh game coming up this will probably come afterwards so i might be even more sad but um i didn't think that i would care you know happy to get the win but now it's like in my mind they've already beaten the titans so oh. i need to get that win any thoughts about the uh
1: Wild card weekend for you, Sam. I'm just glad the Cowboys lost. Literally, the only uh, the only home team that to lose. Kind of ironic. The uh, that Rams Bucks game is gonna be good. I, this is be my hot take. I think I have to have one at least one a show. Let's hear it. The winner of the Rams Bucks will be the winner of the NFC, no matter what. The winner of the titans Bengals game will be the winner of the AFC. That's not that hot of a take because you your
0: Super Bowl prediction at the not beginning that. of the year was Titans-Buccaneers. So yeah. that's not a hot take at all. You don't get credit for that.
1: I know. I was hoping you forgot about that.
0: No. <laughs> I mean, I think that the Rams have a really good chance to win it all. Um, they look good against the Cardinals. They get a banged-up Buccaneers team this week, and then they just got to go yeah. into – Green Bay and get the win. That'll be tough. But... Uh, I don't know if Green Bay's going to win. Wow. They're 0-3 against the 49ers in the playoffs. Rodgers is. And the 49ers, when they're all healthy, my only thing is how good is Jimmy G looking? Because he oh, sprained his shoulder. Yeah, like that's true. Trey Lance, like, maybe he can go in
1: there and get the win, but I wouldn't want to no. run with him. They, all, yeah. they also said he, uh, Jimmy G has never played any started a game. Below 40 degrees, not the not the Derek Karst that you showed me that he didn't win a game under 27 degrees. He just hasn't played in a game four degrees or below. So that'll be interesting because it's going to be zero degrees out for the uh, Packers
0: 49ers game. That's the kind of contract I would want if I was in the NFL. I'm not trying to play if it's more than 40 <laughs> degrees or below. So 39 degrees, I'm done. It's it my contract says. It gets 39 degrees in the middle of the game, I'm still out. You know, like I will play until until it gets below 40 degrees, I'll play. But the second that 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 thermometer hits 39, I'm walking. It goes it
1: goes back up, you know, in the middle of the game, I'll put my helmet back back on. on. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be wild. The whole team just leaves for like a quarter, like, all right. (laughs) They're just not playing for an entire quarter. Nope. (laughs)
0: So let's move right along if you don't. If you don't mind, I mean... I don't mind. Do you mind? I don't mind. Um, I think we got places to be, people to see. <laughs> I, know, I know someone's got some shrimp to eat. I do. I know it inspired this question. The impending wedding that both of us have that we are going to be a part of in a couple of months. And you know, we're not supposed to bring a plus one unless somebody really special, but we might find somebody special. We only, we Maybe one of months. our listeners. Maybe one of our listeners. If you're interested, hit us up. Take notes. This segment is just for you. This is what you need to be listening to more than anything on our entire, the entire history of the podcast. Sam, when you're looking for a plus one to take to a wedding, what are the three qualities that they need to have
1: to win your heart? One, can you kill the open bar with me? Because I'm not going here and I I don't want you to sit in the corner drinking waters and sprites all night. Well, I'm getting after it, the boys and the families and the grandparents and everything. So can you kill the open bar with me? That's one. Two, will you be in the dance floor with me the whole night? I'm trying to have a a rager of a time. Pop, lock, and drop, it comes on. Give me me my space. I'm going to pop, lock, and drop all night. And then number three, you got to look good in photos. I mean, yeah, you just got to look good in photos. A nice brunette. 5'6", 24 to 27 years old if you're out there and listening. The wedding is July 18th. Wow. Sam is making a plea
0: as explicit as he can.
1: Landon what about you?
0: You hit on a lot of what I was going to say as well. i probably order them a little differently. To me, it's more important that you are okay with going out and making a fool of yourself on the dance floor. That is definitely number one really high up on my list because i like to dance when i'm at a wedding and i'm going to be looking pretty dang crazy so somebody that can match that number two is the open bar if there's one probably going to be partaking and i just want to make sure i just want to make sure that you're somebody that can hang on that level we're here to have a good time and a fun time and then number Mm -hmm. three just as important to me is we're going to do everything in excess and that includes eating you got to be able to put a lot of food down um we're there to get our money's worth even though we didn't pay anything we (laughs) are there to rock up some bills and see what we can do so i like those would be my top three
1: very similar
0: what landon
1: if you can't find anyone i'll dance with you all night
0: thanks man I will say um, I am not as picky on the hair
1: color or height or age, really, of my plus one. So, Well, over 21. Uh, listeners, if you know two special ladies that hit all those boxes, hit us up. Hit us up. <laughs> Landon, I'll slow, so I'll, slow, I'll slow dance with you if uh, no, one else, no one else does. We're going to be killing it. Only slow dances.
0: That's all we're requesting. Yep, just for you and I. Just for us too. No, no, uh, son, mom dance. No, uh, father daughter dance.
1: Just Sam and I out of turn dances. Yep. Or oh, we should we should get business cards and bring them with us and just pass and we'll put them on every single table as like a little uh, centerpiece. I'm sure I'm sure our friend would love that. <laughs>
0: yeah, we should definitely do that. It's a good thing he doesn't listen to it, so he'll have no well, idea what it. to
1: expect. No, I- <laughs> <laughs> I think you and I are the only ones that plus one, though, man. That's Maybe, okay, man. Who knows? Who knows? We What's have each other. That's all we need.
0: So that's all we need. Enough, enough with the wallowing in our own self pity. Before we go to the would you rather's, we are going to bring back the great segment. Are you normal? It's been far too long. We actually did it last time, so it hasn't been that long, but still. So my, are you normal is going to make me sound like a slob, but it's definitely something that I do. I'm not very good about taking things out of my pocket. Like sometimes I'll leave stuff in my pocket and I just won't remember to take it out, but I know it's in my pocket, but then I'll like leave my pants, like in the middle of the floor, like the next morning with the intention of like going through the pockets and, you know, getting whatever I need to start my day. Like sometimes I'll play, I'll pay with something with a credit card and for whatever reason, it just, I'll just put it back in my pocket. I won't uh, put it back in my wallet, which might be an
1: you normal in itself, but. Um, That's all. Yeah. You know, so Like a parking ticket at a Bengals game, just throw it right in the pocket. Yeah. So
0: basically the idea of this is like, it'll it'll stay on the floor until it, gets back in my pocket. And usually it's just like a day. I mean, sometimes it does, you know, take a little longer if it's not something that like I'm that I need to start my day. Like sometimes I'll leave keys in my pocket, you know, instead of taking them out at night for whatever reason, I'll just leave them there and then I'll pick them up in the morning. But sometimes it's like cash and I'll just leave it there. Um, so basically it's like leaving clothes out longer because there's stuff in there that I'm going to need out of them. But I'm also very lazy about getting out of
1: them. How weird is that? Would 10 be like the weirdest or would that be like the normalest? 10 would be the weirdest. All right, I'm going
0: to say a 7. Okay, that's not as high as I thought when you said. So why a
1: 7? I just feel like, I mean, sometimes my dad leaves stuff in his pockets too before like my mom has to do the laundry and she'll have to go through his pockets. You know, pockets, so he'll forget things. So I guess like I was around it a little bit. I think it's so weird that you don't put your credit card back in your wallet. You just leave it in your pocket. Like, All right, gonna find it later. Yeah, and it's like the part of like just leaving the pants on the, in the on the floor, just like not picking them up. But I'm a neat freak though, so I feel like that's why I couldn't give it the true eight and a half I wanted to. So I took it down a one point five to. Okay,
0: and here is uh, kind of the impetus of that. Are you normal? Is mm-hmm. um, when I was moving, um, I moved like all my dirty laundry and stuff into a, a binge, you know, to get it washed, and then I back to my uh, my condo, and I couldn't find my credit card, and it was because <laughs> it was on the floor and it got picked up without me knowing, and putting the laundry and all that stuff, and I knew exactly Ooh. what pair of pants it was in. I was able to find it like that. I mean, it was just like, oh, I don't have my credit card. Here it is. Here's where it would be. Um, but hmm. yeah. So I know it's I know it's really weird. I don't know why I do it. I'm just not very good at like <laughs>
1: taking things out of my pocket, I guess. We're gonna write something first, would you rather land it? Would you rather spend twenty years in prison and be exonerated as innocent or be put away for four years despite your innocence? and be considered guilty forever. See, I think the big issue with this one, in my
0: mind, is if you spend four years in jail, that's probably a felony. And you might only be in jail for the four years, but that felony is going to make your entire life, the additional 16 years that you have, a lot more difficult. I mean, but if you have 20 years in jail... Like that's also 16 more years. Well, I'm just, no, I'm just saying that, like, that that the 16 year difference isn't like you're completely free. You can do whatever you want. You can go back to your regular life after those four years. Like you're going to face additional struggles and it might take you, you know, close to those 16 years to get back to where you were. Where where if you are exonerated as innocent, then you're probably going to get a fat payday from the state if they screwed it up. Not that that makes up years. for lost time, but you're probably going to get some compensation. It'll be a lot easier for you to find a job. There are some things that I think. Well, not
1: necessarily. Uh. If
0: you if you're exonerated as guilty, it wouldn't be on your on your record. Just, yeah, but you're, that's twenty years. I mean, you, you you that that's true. That's I think it's I think that it's tough both ways. Just because you went to jail for four years, you know, especially with social media and stuff, maybe you can become a TikTok celebrity. I know there are a couple people that do that. So, I mean, there are like alternative sc- alternative streams, but you're going to have to get creative if you go away for those four years. For me, and I've kind of gone back and forth on this, I think that I would still rather be put away for four years just because I really don't have any desire to, you know, lose my freedom in any capacity. And I think that four years is still a significant amount of time, less than the 20 that I'll take my chances and try to live up, you know, those
1: yeah. additional years. What about you? I'm gonna say the four just because four is less than 20. That's, I just looked at it like if I went to jail now, I'm 26, I get out and I'm 46. I just missed, like, obviously a huge part of my life, but I missed any chance to possibly have a family, theoretically, you know. Um, any chance to see all my friends move on in their lives. And then also when you come back after twenty years, are you still gonna have the same friends? Is everyone still gonna be kumbaya? Like, oh yeah, how you been 20 years ago, you know? Like that's that's a long time to not really see anyone. Also, 20 years in June, that's a long, that's just long. So I'm gonna say four, just because of all the reasons, uh, all the reasons you mentioned but mainly because it's four, not 20.
0: Now, is there a limit where that 20 becomes a small enough time difference that you're like, yeah, I'll take those years? Like if it was 10 years in your exonerated – I'd take the 10. Yeah, I think I would too. What about 15? Four.
1: Okay. What about 12 and a half? Four. Because 10 – if I were to go to jail tomorrow, i come back and it's thirty six. That's I can still, you know, haven't really missed as much. I just feel like twelve to twenty years. That's a that's that's a lot of that's a lot of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think ten is probably
0: a nice little cutoff point where I would probably. Yeah, go... I can last ten
1: minutes in jail. I talk yeah. too much.
0: So, Sam, next, would you rather? Would you rather have the details of your financial life? Or your love life made
1: public for the entire world to see? Well, I feel like my love life has been made public with some of our friends. And we just talked about plus ones publicly. So I'm going to go with the love life publicly. I really don't want people to know what I spend money on. I sound like I spend my money on anything weird. But, you know, I just I don't want people to know how much I make, how much I make if I got a raise. Like, I don't want people to know that. I just. Because then you walk in, everyone's going to judge you based on that. If I just hear about your love life, you know, this guy is really lonely and maybe that's my opening line. Hey, I'm just lonely. Have you heard about my love life? On the news last night. I don't have anyone. And then boom, the love life can change. I'm going to go with love life.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think this one's that controversial either way for me. Like, I'm really okay with my financial life being, details being on display. I feel like our generation's a lot more accepting of that overall, um, but to me, the love life is just so much easier. It's just like, yeah, I don't really have one right now. Yep. <laughs> Let everybody know that I would go with that one as well. I don't have anything yeah, I... steamy or secretive going on. I feel like that's the only way you would uh
1: would not choose that one personally. Yeah. But... Moving right along, this one's tough. When I was reading it, Lane, and when you uh, picked this one, I been going back and forth probably the last two days when I can't, when I'm, when i mind bonkers at work, I just, would you rather? So Landon, would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak ever again? It is a tough one. Cause I couldn't, you couldn't read the scripts. You'd have to rely on me. Yeah. And I'm
0: a big believer that like education and knowledge is power. And if you can't read the only saving grace is everything is, so much more like audible nowadays that you could find a way to get around it but still it would be really tough to hold like most jobs like go on trips navigate an airport that would be really tough if you couldn't read but to me and i actually have changed my mind pretty recently on this i think that i would rather lose that ability to read um, just because I still feel like you could live the majority of your life the same way. And you would have to make some like concessions. Um, you couldn't like text anymore. You have to all, you have to do calls. I guess you'd have to hope that you could memorize the numbers, but for me yeah. not being able to speak, I just feel like you can do more and sell yourself more if you can speak, even if you can't read. Aren't there like famous football players and coaches that
1: once you roles that couldn't read? Well, Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather allegedly can't either. I just feel like emailing, too, for work would just be impossible. I guess, you could, yeah, you could to speak to text, though. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with you. Uh, I'd rather lose the ability to read than lose the ability to speak. Because you know me, I love to talk. If I can't talk, I might go insane. But do you think
0: you could do your job still if you couldn't read? Like, do you think you'd be able to do that
1: or you'd have to make a change? I'd probably have to make a change in my job, like you said. If I couldn't speak, I don't think there's that many jobs I could do. Jeez, oh, that's that one, man. It's just that was one hard. of our toughest "Would you rather"s in the history of "Would you rather." That was very intellectual. Yeah, and as as usual, when one's intellectual, the very next one is completely a polar opposite. I could not write this one without hysterically laughing every single time. I would have to take a pause and continue writing about every, until I got to the question. Are you going to be able to say it? I'm not, I want you to say it, and I'm going to keep
0: in all the times you mess up if you mess up. No (laughs) question.
1: All right, here we go. Composure. Landon. Would you rather have explosive diarrhea every time you meet your boss, I mean, your... would you rather have explosive diarrhea every time you meet your boss, or throw up every time you orgasm?
0: <laughs> I feel like the answer has to be throw up every time you orgasm. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything. I, that's what I think, just because that sounds absolutely terrible, but like... Maybe you could find somebody who's really into that, and you... oh, oh my
1: god, I, I just threw, almost threw up.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to spin a bad situation into a good one. Um, I mean, it's not; it's definitely disgusting. But think about it: like the likelihood that you, oh my god, <laughs> the explosive diary. Every time you met your, bo- oh, he's gagging. <laughs>
1: I can never imagine someone eating no throat. not eating it just being like you know maybe aroused a little bit by it i don't know <sighs> not eating it like baby feed it
0: oh, oh oh baby bird it baby bird okay well i guess i guess that would ruin some activities for you but like as far as like impact on your everyday life explosive diarrhea every time you meet your boss like there's nothing you could do to like lessen that like if at least if you threw up every time you orgasmed you could at least make sure that your stomach was empty so like yeah you're doing it but it's more of like a dry heave like you know something that's still terrible but at least you you gag if you get a boner like
1: because you're like halfway there
0: probably yeah yeah you probably do gag a little bit but I just think for like real life mitigation, if you if you explosive diarrhea once in your workplace, you're pretty much done. I feel like you just cannot overcome that. Not even because you meet your boss. Like if you just did it in general, that would be a tough thing to overcome. Now, are you picking? I'm gonna pick the every time you orgasm you throw up. I feel like that one is the least detrimental overall to like your ability to, you know, do work and live a comfortable life i don't know they're both terrible but <laughs>
1: that's why it's hilarious
0: right which one would you pick
1: so, i'm gonna use a wordplay here to meet your boss means you've been introduced to them before so after i meet no once... no it
0: would be it would be like
1: let's just say tomorrow
0: just... no let's just say tomorrow you, you make this choice the first time you see your boss tomorrow <laughs> it's gonna start when
1: you meet him, not when you see him again. No, it means... When it says every time you meet your boss, it doesn't mean the okay. first time. Right, you know, that was the one loop pull. I was trying to... Alright, the second one I have, since I don't really see my boss that much, is every time he calls me on Teams, or is yes. it only when I see him in person?
0: Every time you see him, you see him. Like, it doesn't matter if it's on Teams. Yes.
1: I'm gonna be explosive diarrhea. I'll just wear a diaper the whole time. But you're gonna, like, like violently poop yourself... <laughs> I'm gonna have a nice a nice duct tape bat, nice nice di- not, nice uh, diaper on a duct tape.
0: No, it would you would be in physical and then I'm gonna
1: and then I'm gonna file for disabilities if he makes fun of me, and then I'm gonna sue him, and then I'm gonna become the own bo- my own boss, and then I'm never gonna have to do this issue ever again.
0: No, nah, I see I just think that you're gonna be you're gonna be sweating and that one like maybe if you do this convoluted thing, like maybe, but I don't know. I, I I think that I mean I almost just threw up the thing about someone throwing up but... I, I mean that's fine if if but like you're gonna violently you're gonna be like sweating, like talking to your boss. And if you're on a sales trip with him, that that's gonna be basically three weeks of and you know, dehydration's gonna set in. You're gonna be in the hospital, you're gonna be dead from that one, you're gonna have like dysentery. I don't know if that's what dysentery is, but you you're gonna be in the hospital from a three-day trip
1: you're right i will be i just cannot imagine throwing up every time the orgasm that just sounds awful (laughs) I, I, I I i haven't thrown up in like six years
0: yeah i mean i very rarely throw up either so i don't like throwing up at all um but I also don't like pooping myself in
1: public, so <laughs> it's been a long yeah. time since I've done that too. <laughs> it's been a lot longer, yeah, about six and a half. <laughs> well played, well played. <laughs> Thanks. No, um, yeah, I'm just gonna do the explosive diarrhea. Wow. Because, do you have anything man. else besides that loophole as to why you'd pick that, or the fact that you like you just hate throwing up? I just hate throwing up, and also I feel like knowing my boss, if he knows. That I expose him diarrhea every time he talks to me or calls me or I see him, he will never be around me because he doesn't want to be around that smell. So then I just won't have to have explosive diarrhea. But what do you think he would say if you did that? Like, <laughs> like I'd be straight up listening here, man. Like I, I had a would you ride? It was either I, <laughs> I you had a one. wish. This was a way of a, 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 a Monkey Paul's wish, and this is the result. I'm sorry. I wish it was not true, but my stomach is uh, not agreeing with me. He's going to say, well, Sam, I'll see you never, and I'll have everyone else talk to you through me. This was a faster episode of
0: Would You Rather. Went off the rails only a lot. This is what happens when you have uh, two exhausted co-hosts. But you know what? We powered through it and got to it, got to the end, asked some very interesting Would You Rathers, got to discuss the biggest moment of my life, With the Bengals playoff win.
1: You may sound too excited. I thought you'd be more excited.
0: It's on to Tennessee, man. On to Nashville. And then after that, on to Kansas City. And after that, on to LA. And after that, back to Paul Brown Stadium, where we're going to be celebrating on the, the banks with a Super Bowl win. You know what? Here's a story for you, Sam. When I. First got the jungle pass tickets three years ago to see a two and fourteen team that went two and six at home and got blown out a bunch of times. There was this drunk fan that walked to the top of the stadium, up and down the stadium. I thought he was gonna fall off to the back of Paul Brown oh, Stadium. He was that okay. drunk. And he was yeah. yelling at the top of his lungs. It's a long way to the top if you want to win the Super Bowl. But you know what? We're almost at the top. It's a long way, but we're gonna get that Super
1: Bowl. Oh, I got chills. <laughs> but anyway, wow. uh, we, what, what, what a what a turn.
0: We made our pleas for wedding dates, including Sam being very specific with his who he's looking for. But now and don't
1: worry, I'll not throw up if I meet you.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> and you want explosive diarrhea too, so that's
1: he's not <laughs> my boss. <laughs> unless, unless maybe, maybe, maybe oh, she ooh. is your boss. Oh, ooh. And on that note, Landon, I think it's time for us to wrap this bad boy up.
0: Yes, it is. So who knows what it'll look like after I edit all this? But for now, it's, it is what it is. Uh, for our thirteenth episode of Out of Turn,
1: I'm your host, Landon Perut, and I'm the co-host, Sam Hilton. Thank you to everyone who continues to like, subscribe, and and support our phenomenal podcast. We're nearing the 2,000 listeners. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you all for your support. Long time to talk to you.